that you are handed when you walk in the door. Uh, put that in the offering basket as it goes by after the message. That really is uh, the first step in getting connected to New Stanton Church. And I, I would love to invite you to a meet and greet so you can hear a little bit more of my story and my passions and where we're headed as a church. Uh, and that's the first step in doing that. Uh, I just got back from annual conference. In fact, they're doing the ordination service this morning. Uh, the church meets every year at Grove City and conducts their annual business. Uh, this was an important year because we're sending delegates next year to general conference, which only meets every four years, and they set policies, procedures for the entire worldwide church. So we're kind of an important year in the life of the church. Uh, a couple years ago at annual conference, there was a, a preacher there that shared a message about the church and how churches kind of fall into one of two mindsets. The, the church is either a, a rescue mission or a rescue sea craft, like a, a coast guard boat, or the church is more like a, a cruise ship. And he, he made the challenge that the church should be the, the coast guard rescue boat, not the cruise ship. And I kind of like to play with that analogy a little bit this morning because the preacher, I, I think she was right. And many churches, many Christians today have developed what I'm going to call uh, the marina mentality. They're not really even in the open water. They're tied up to the dock and they're just chilling on the deck of the boat and relaxing and having a good time. But the entire time they're doing that, there are people out in the open water drowning, drowning in need of Jesus. They're sinking to the bottom, and the sea of life is beating them up, and the waves are pounding them. And the sad part about it is that sometimes those individuals are within earshot. They're within sight of the marina. Good Christians and good churches are doing nothing about it. It's happening all around us. See, from the moment you become a Christian, there is a temptation to fall into this marina mentality. It's true, isn't it? It's easy to think, you know what? I'm saved. God loves me. Jesus died for me. I'm going to sit here and enjoy the blessings of God. But we can't do that because all around us, there are still people struggling to just stay afloat in life. We serve a God who is all about the rescue. This book is all about a rescue. New Stanton Church is all about showing people Jesus. It's everything we are about. Everything we breathe should be about the rescue. Why? Because we've been rescued. And Jesus commands us to be about the rescue. Those, those who know that they have been rescued want to see others get pulled out of the water. This, this isn't a side job. This is the main Thing. Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19, and 20, we, we all know this. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. 
and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. What's Jesus saying? Jesus is saying, church, get it in gear. I am sending you on a rescue mission. Now go. That that word go in, in the original text literally means as you are going. It's just assumed that we will be going as a church. It's not time to sit around on the marina and drink a Corona. It's time to go and seek people who are lost. Jesus said, it is time to rescue others. The followers of Jesus fish for the lost in the sea. Did you know that that the majority of yacht clubs, especially the yacht clubs in the northeastern part of the United States, actually started out as rescue missions. Uh, my great-grandfather, who I knew till I was about 20, was part of one of these rescue missions that started on Lake Ontario. It, but many of the yacht clubs started out that way. These upscale clubs where million-dollar boats are tied to the dock and people are enjoying food on the deck or in the clubhouse, they started out as rescue societies with people with a purpose and a mission and a vision. They would make their rounds looking for the lost, braving the elements. They'd come back and eat some protein bars and grunt a little bit and then go do it again. But they lost their focus and they lost their mission. They bought expensive boats and built fine dining establishments. Oh, there's always a few that say, what are we doing? This isn't why we're here. People out there need us. But the temptation to develop a marina mindset is oh so strong. I don't know about you, but when I think of a a rescue at sea or on water anywhere, there is only one symbol that primarily comes to mind when I think of a water rescue, and that is the life preserver ring. It's like the classic symbol of a water rescue. And that, that simple symbol with no beginning and no end, just like Jesus. You see, the ring is the thing, and the thing is Jesus. He is eternal, and he is life. He rescues the perishing. The church, big C, big church, is to be Jesus's presence on earth. We are his bride. The church is to be all about the rescue. Jesus was all about the rescue. He came to seek and save that which was lost. Let me me ask you a question. Are you all about the rescue? Are Are you all about what Jesus was all about? There is such a strong temptation to sit on the marina of life and chill. To sit back and work on your spiritual tan and enjoy the next church potluck to get together with some other Christians and enjoy some music that's about the rescue, to go to a class and study past rescue missions. Many churches, many Christians fall into the trap and end up sitting around telling stories about past rescue missions. All the while, people that you have coffee with, people that you work with, play golf with, go to school with, neighbors, co-workers are sinking to the bottom. Jesus 
just to bring, to bring in Jesus. I remember back in the day, my dad had a 14-foot John boat. Uh, it leaked. Uh, in fact, he still has it. But uh, he had these green and red seat cushions. They were faded in the sun. They were about this thick. And they were also supposed to be flotation devices. They had holes in them, and the, the straps that you were supposed to put around your arms were broken. Because my brother and I used to see how far we could launch those things in the yard. My point is, I would not trust one of my kids' life to one of those flotation devices if you paid me to, because they would be lost for sure. But that's the point. You see, too many people, even some Christians, put their hope in a poor substitute for a flotation device. I'll use my possessions and nothing will ever happen to me. I'll seek pleasure. I'll worry and can be concerned about my salary because it'll insulate me from the cares of the world, but they don't work. When the boat that we are in gets overturned by life, and you know that happens, it happens to all of us. If it hasn't happened to you yet, it's coming because storms in life come. We find ourselves with a preserver that won't hold us afloat. God saw the mess that we were in in this life. He, he could have said to Adam and Eve or to any of us, really, you know what? I told you not to go there. I told you not to eat the fruit. I told you my word. You know it, but you went there anyway. It's been nice knowing you. See ya. But that's not what God did. God saw the mess we were in. He saw we were drowning, and he threw us the ring. And the ring is Jesus. And we, the moment we let go of that poor substitute of a life preserver and latched on to Jesus, we were saved. I love that about you, church. You, you realize that the ring is the thing and that the thing is Jesus. I love your passion to show people Jesus. I want you to also note this if you're taking notes. Hope. Hope is the way. So you don't just throw somebody a life preserver ring and then watch them drift out to sea for the sharks to eat later. No, that, that ring is usually tied to something. And that something is the only institution that Jesus ever started while he was on earth. The local church. You see, God has made it so that, that you and I, are the anchor. We, we cast the net. We throw the ring. We proclaim the good news. And people get saved. The, the Bible says this about the rescue. Galatians 1, 3 through 4. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from this present evil age according to the will of God, our God and Father. Colossians 1.13 says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves. Isaiah 19.20, It will be a sign and a witness to the Lord Almighty in the land of Egypt 
you can substitute yourself. When the when they cry out to the Lord because of their oppressors, he will send them a savior and defender, and he will rescue them. Jesus put his hope of rescuing the world in you and me. It's all about the church. We are the church. Didn't Jesus didn't say, I'm going to build a hospital, although this is a great place for people who are hurting. He didn't say, I'm going to build an orphanage, although this is a great place for people who are lonely to find a family. Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not stand against it. New Stanton Church, again, I am so proud of you. We, we are adding on to this building, and you are keeping it. It's not about the building. Good job, church. It's about the rescue. It's about showing people Jesus, so let me ask you, who's drowning in your life? Who is sinking without that ring, which is Jesus? Who do you know that is using a a poor substitute, a poor substitute for a flotation device that will never keep them afloat? Who needs to know that hope is the rope and that God and the church is for This is not a Marine City church. This is a rescue mission church. Amen? Amen. Here's my challenge for you this morning. Pull. Pull till the house will be full. Pull so the house will be full. The house is where fellowship happens. Now, what what is fellowship? Fellowship is where a bunch of people are in a ship pulling all in the same direction towards people who need Jesus. That's a church. When we are all pulling in the same direction, keeping our eyes on Jesus, we don't have time to rock the boat. You see, people in the marina, people in the the restaurant and on the deck of some million-dollar boat, they get in disputes about all kinds of petty things that have nothing to do with the rescue mission at all. We don't have time for that. That is a waste of time for a church who is focused on rescuing people from open water. The sharks are circling. The storm is coming. We do not have time to waste time. That is a waste of time. Church is about serving. All hands on deck. Pulling isn't just my job. It's not just Pastor Bonnie's job. It's not the staff's job. It's our job. Everybody pull till the house is full. I don't care if you're changing diapers in the nursery or teaching a connect group. Everybody pulls. You can park cars or you can sing in the praise team. Everybody pulls. My dad used to have a saying. uh, He would get laid off from GE up in Erie, and uh, he would immediately start doing house groups. Uh, to feed our family, and it was all hands on deck. Uh, my brothers and I were enlisted as helpers in that, and he, he would he would work us like dogs uh, from sun up till after the sun set. I can remember finishing roofs with floodlights and car lights, and but his phrase was this: "You get paid the same whether you mark or fight." And he would pay, he worked us like dogs, but he would pay us like men, even as kids. And it didn't matter whether we 
were picking up shingles and throwing them in a dumpster or running a full run of shingles with an air gun up on the roof. My dad always paid us the same. It doesn't matter where you serve, but by golly, you better be serving because lives eternally, eternally will be different because you serve together. Seventy percent of every community in western Pennsylvania, 70 percent of the people don't know Jesus. The United States is becoming the biggest mission field in the world. This is crazy. 70% of people have not been to church in over three years other than a wedding or a funeral. It doesn't matter where you pull, but it's important that you pull to serve as a part of the church. We can change the world. Jesus can change their world. The ring is the thing. Hope is the rope. So we're going to pull till the house is full. Amen? Now, I could, I could stop there because that's a good word. But I know the enemy. I'm not him. But I know his tactics. You see, you're going to leave this place today, and the enemy is going to try to convince you that you can't be involved in pulling till the house is full. And he's going to tell you lies, and I want to share three of them with you this morning. Number one, you just need to play it safe. Back to the marina mindset. I'm just going to keep my boat tethered to the dock. I'm going to sit here, put on a bunch of sunblock, and enjoy a beer. But I'm not going to head out into the open water because it's risky out there. I might see a shark. You know what? When you are in the rescue business, you kind of have to take risks. And I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that it's not dangerous. People might look at you like you're funny. People might judge you. People might call you intolerant, simple-minded, arrogant. There is a risk of going out and saving the lost. Well, what's the alternative? You're going to sit there and watch them drown in the marina? Not at this church. We are going to show people Jesus together. Lie number two, you need to go deeper first. You need to know more of the Bible. You need to know more about Jesus before you go telling people about Jesus. Let me tell you, there is no deeper place than the rescue. The rescue happens in deep water. Nobody drowns in the pee pool. It's just a fact. They drowned in the deep. Spiritual depth is gained by getting out there and throwing the ring. You don't need to know more about Jesus. You just need to know your own story. And you are the only person that can tell it. How did you come to know Jesus? What difference has Jesus made in your life? It's manning the rope. It's throwing the ring. It's pulling to the house is full. It's serving. It doesn't get any deeper than that. I went to seminary. I studied Greek and Hebrew. I had theology classes. I had systematic theology classes. I had preaching theology classes. I have not gone any deeper in my Christian walk than doing this. 
Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. You want to go deeper? Jesus loves you. Coworker, neighbor, Jesus loves you. You won't get any deeper because there isn't any deeper water than that because it's just what Jesus told us to be all about as a church. It will change the way you pray. It will change where you go. It will change what you say. Showing people Jesus is huge. Lie number three. You, <laughs> you are just not worthy. That's a big fat lie. If, if you and I had to be worthy to do this, Jesus loves you. We would all sit here in silence for an entire hour every single time. The band couldn't even play. We would just sit here in silence if we all had to be worthy. God makes you worthy. The blood of Jesus has forgiven your sins. He now sees you as blameless. It's not about what you did. It's about what he did. And he died for you because he loves you. We witnessed that a few weeks ago when the, the ladies from Father Heart were here, right? Their lives have not been like this. But that's exactly how God sees them because they're relying on his grace and his forgiveness. God makes all things beautiful in his time, and that includes you. Jesus rescues all of you. You don't need to go any deeper. Playing it safe, overrated. No one is more worthy than you because we are all saved by grace. Let's pray. God, as we hear your word and are challenged to go, show people Jesus as rescued people. God, I pray that you would speak to our hearts about those individuals that, that are just floundering in life without a life preserver being around them, Lord, that will keep them afloat, that will allow them to live a glorious, spirit-filled have the courage to throw the ring and share in your presence. This morning, as, as we're sitting here and, and contemplating these things, if God is speaking to your heart about being involved in casting a net, throwing the ring, sharing Jesus, and you are willing to step up today, and this week, sometime, play the deep and show somebody 